What's good, everybody? It's Kimi back with my tea of the day. Welcome back to episode 75. Siete y cinco. Welcome back, guys. I know it's been a long, I know it's been a while, but, you know, I went to Mexico. I had my birthday and just just been, like, working, trying to focus on myself. So, you already know it's the end of the year, almost. And I have to do my year-end album review because we, even though we've been in COVID, we've been in this whole pandemic for over a year now. We've really been getting some great music from a lot of artists and a lot of artists I never knew about or I wasn't ready to dig in or whatever that might have been. We've been getting some great albums. So I have 10 albums in front of me. Even though we had so much music that we digested, these are my top 10 favorites. I want to just give a shout out to Definitely Young Ame, Red Flu, that was a dope album. She gave us metaphors, she gave us bars, she gave us this rap hip-hop. And it would be unmissed, or it would be a problem if I didn't say that. So, unfortunately, she didn't make my list because it was said so many albums that was just so great this year. My top 10 album is Music to, Be- Music to Be Murdered by, of course, Mr. Eminem. This is some shady, the GOAT. <laughs> this album was Eminem at his prime. This album, he dug deep. He gave us still the stories and the storylines that we know and love from him. He gave us the bars. He gave us the cadence. He gave us the fast rap. He proved, once again, why he's the GOAT. Why he delivers what he delivers. Why he has so many, some say, <clears throat> why he has so many people trying to be him, trying to imitate him try to sit at his spot at the table and he proved that on music to be murdered it was a perfect timing after godzilla happened and i think it was another album right before that that didn't do so well and we wasn't sure what happened there but i'm happy he came he delivered he gave us real hip-hop real music real Stuff that was relatable. My first, my favorite three tracks is definitely Godzilla featuring Juice World, rest in peace. That track was just bossy, it was just bold, it was aggressive. Like he definitely had a point. He definitely was aiming at someone. And it was just letting them know, like I'm I'm that big to hold I'm that big dog. Calm down. I loved it. Second one is definitely unaccommodating, featuring Young M.A. I'm happy like he got Young M.A. on the track. I'm happy he didn't try to alter it, and I'm happy she was just able to be herself. She definitely killed the verse. To me, she definitely did more or better than him, and maybe that was on purpose, so she can shine because she's definitely no rapper. And the song was just overall a good song. Last was definitely. 
those kind of nights. Featuring a Sharon, it was definitely a hip hop slash like R&B's track, like a storytelling track, which I love when um gets in his bag and he just starts telling stories. I was here for it. My number ten, my number nine album of 2020. I have to give it to Bigger Love by Mr. John Legend. I have to give it to them because he made me fall back in love with him. He's always have been my, basically my best male vocalist since he came out. And there's no one top of him, in my opinion, vocally. I'm sorry, he's setting everyone down. Artistically, he's very different. He's very out of the box. He's very artist. He's very artistic. He plays the piano. And not a lot of male artists or artists in general do that. The only one that we can kind of compare them to would be Alicia Keys. That's why they did their versus battle. And I would say Lady Gaga because she plays the piano as well. But other than that, like, he's definitely in his own lane. He has his own soulful voice. It's not like R&B, R&B, but it's like he gives you that soul and you feel exactly what he's saying. This album with everything, it definitely came at a great time of the year. And you have to see him in his prime, in his happy spot, in his happiness, like bigger love. Like, yeah, we're going through hell, but there's something bigger at the end of the road. There's something bigger in our picture. And we definitely needed to feel that during the pandemic. And I'm happy he released it during the pandemic. During Juneteenth, during the Black Lives Matter movement, during pandemic, there's a lot going on. We definitely needed some joyful, cheery music to make us fall back in love again. My three favorite tracks would definitely have to be One Love, I Do, and You Move, I Move, featuring Miss Janae Onika. Oniki, however you pronounce the lady's name. She's been on some tracks that I've been feeling. I just can't get into her. I've tried. Because I know I think she dropped the album this year last year. I definitely tried. I might have to try again, but I don't know. It's just a disconnect to me with just her music. But when she's on people's tracks, she definitely shines. She definitely does what, needs, what she needs to do. And I was so happy with this album. My number eight album. I'll have to give it to Bitch from the South by Big Lotto, Miss Mulatto, Miss That It Girl, That New Girl, who's coming to, who's coming to play, who's coming to give us some bars, give us some sex appeal, give us a package. And I'm here for it. I'm here that she's really trying to work on her craft, really trying to work on her writing, and just the confidence that she has. It's very appealing. It's very... It's just so... Ooh. I can't even describe it. But Mulatto, like this album, I cannot stop playing it. There's something about it. It's not... I, I can't necessarily say it's like one of the best albums in general. I don't think it's like a classic album. But it's definitely a statement album. It's definitely a... A freak album. It's definitely a... Throw Your Ass album. It's definitely a I'm Here album. And I'm happy that she did this. She's 
the bitch from the south. And she got Trina on it, she got Gucci on it, like, City Girls. She definitely did what she needed to do with features. My top three songs is definitely in and out featuring City Girls. Like, that whole track is just, you, if you say you don't like in and out there's a problem. If you don't say, if you say you don't like Mulatto, it's a problem. In and out was just everything. It was definitely like an in the club type song, playing double dutch type song. Like, you just at the barbecue type shit. Like, and then City Girls definitely as a element of twerkness to it. Or ratchetness, or like they add something. I can't necessarily describe exactly what the city girls add, but they add something to their tracks when they are features. When they're by themselves, I'm okay, but when they do feature, they add some type of element to it that I like. I just can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Then is on God, right? Mm mm, pussy too good. Mr. Mr. After Hood. Come on. And then, of course, Muwap, featuring Gucci, where she featured Freaky Girl song from Gucci, and she flipped it and she made it her own. And I loved it. I was here for it. I was here for the confidence. I loved the video. That was my number eight album, guys. Now let's go into number seven. Number seven has to definitely be. It has to go to Kiki. Miss Keanu Day. I don't, I never met her before. I never knew she existed. But this album was a whole vibe. Like from the top to the, the, the first track to, the, la, to the, the last track. It wasn't necessarily a story, but it's just a vibey album where you just relax, you, you drinking, you sipping on something, you smoking. Are you just relaxing in your thoughts? Are you put this on? It's over. Like, she definitely delivered. She's definitely a great singer. And I love the confidence on this album. I love the topics that she was talking about in terms of relationships. And that tug of war where it's like, it's over, but it's not over. You gotta love yourself. But then, how much you give to a person kind of aspect. So, my, def- my top three tracks would definitely be attention and it would definitely be forfeit featuring lucky day and it has to be mad at me that sample that she used that um snoop dogg sample with everything like especially her she used i think two or three different samples on the album and the way she flipped it and made it completely fresh completely new but it still had the old school essence that we needed and she did it right. I just can't wait for album number two. I cannot wait to listen to another Keanu Lede album and see what that is like. Let's get into number six. Number six has a, a very personal feel and hold on my heart. I've heard this young lady's name thousands of times in the industry. So many people definitely wanted me to listen to her. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't. I don't know why. I just, I couldn't. But one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. And this sister, her album, it just dropped. And it was good until it wasn't. 
Miss Kalani. Miss Kalani is. I don't know her. I don't know her story. But the pain she sings with is wonderful. Her voice is amazing. I loved her new her new aspect of R&B. Because I'm not fond with a lot of these new R&B girls who's trying to like give us the same essence as old school, but they just can't. But she's giving us a, like a new spin on R&B. She still has the soul, but not as much. But she still has like the new school vibe to it. And I love it. It was Good Until It Wasn't. It's definitely a classic R&B album. I have to give it to her. From, fun, from my first track to that last track, don't skip a track. It's just a whole vibe. It is just an amazing album. Again, relationship topics that we all can relate to. Giving too much or trying to be that only one. Or can I show you something? Can I teach you something? Can I let, can I let you have, bring down your guard? Like, Can I be that one that you just need? Can I be that for you? And my three favorite tracks has to be Can I. That sample track with everything. What she did with it was it was amazing. It was something I didn't expect. Especially to start off the album. And it featured Mr. Tory Lanez. And I'm not a fan. I never was. Never never planned to be a fan of him. But he definitely gave the track something it needed. Without him, it definitely would have been a solid track, but he gave us something, he gave us a male's perspective of that conversation that she needed to have in Can I. The next one was definitely Serial Lover. We've all been there, we've all felt like we're just in relationships, but we're not really doing the work when we break up or when the relationship fails, we're just continuously going back into different relationships. I'm wondering why they don't work because we're attracting the wrong person. We're not dealing with what we need to deal with in terms of ourselves before we're ready to go back into something else. And then it definitely is Change Your Life featuring Mr. Tene Aniko. Let me change your life. I want to be I want to be everything. And that was another sample. I don't remember what song of a sample. But that beat was everything. And again, Janelle Oniko gave us something different that that track needed. This was a solid album. This was an album when you just go into something, when you just in your feelings it was it was good till it wasn't and we all can relate let's get into my number fifth album all monsters are human featuring by miss kimberly michelle Pate, miss k michelle miss red wig my second favorite artist i really Forgot that she dropped this at the beginning of the year when I was making this list. 
and it would be wrong of me to not to not include this amazing body of work. This was R&B. This was definitely in her feelings. This was definitely telling a story of where she was when she was writing this, when she was going through the the beginning of her surgeries to recreate her body to take out all of the toxins that she put in there to try to fall in love with that new that new body that she has now to fall in love with the idea of all of the guys who hurt her while she's still trying to be happy in her relationship still trying to see if he's all in still trying to figure out if she deserves love and I think we all can attest to that like we all have a feeling like do I deserve love? Like, am I supposed to be loved? Am I supposed to be in a relationship? Am I fully healed? Like, did I do the work? Why am I still attracting all of these guys? Like, this was a classic album. This was definitely R&B to its fullest. No one can do what came out, came to us. There is no, there's no box you can put her in. She is R&B. And you have to give credit where it's due. R. Kelly helped her. Right. Right from a... That place no one can write from. Use the bravest that she used. The artistic values that she has. Just none other. My three favorite tracks from All Monsters Are Human. And let's get into the title. Because all monsters are human. Like... We can say someone else is evil, but are you looking inside yourself to evaluate your evil traits, your demon traits, your not-so-great traits? No, we're not. We're just putting it on to the, to the next person, but we're not walking inside of ourselves to figure out what's wrong with us. But it definitely is the worst. The worst is that track where you're just in a zone. You are just crying your heart out. You are just singing every word of it. When she gave us that leak for like 15 seconds, I already knew it was it wasn't a moon drag. I already knew. Oh, she's not playing. She's not playing. Next track is definitely you can play that game. Cause you wanna cheat, you wanna you wanna lie, you wanna you wanna do all that stuff. I can do it too, boo boo. Like I can we can both play. I'm not here to play, I'm here to love. But if that's what you wanna do, we can both we can do that. And I love the aspect. And then it's like a, a, a CA. It's like a CA and a CB. Because I can't, I couldn't just give you three. I had to give you four. <clears throat> so, of course, the rain. I love the new edition um, track that she used. I loved how she spun it. I loved how sexual but elegant it was. I just loved the video, the visuals, the message. I can make it wetter than a thunderstorm. <laughs> and the part B to that has definitely has to be all lo- all the lovers. Like, where do all the lovers go? When love is not loving you no more. Do they run? Do they hide? When do we just give a love another try? 
Or like when you've been hurt too much, where do you go? Are we going to continue to just believe in love? Are we going to continue to believe in happily ever after? Or like where, where do those people who just love so hard, where do we go? My number four, my fourth album of 2020 has got to be Treat Myself featuring Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. She has, she had a specific sound that she used since her debut. All about that bass and um, a few of her other hits. This album was so different. Like, it, it, it had hints of that formula, but it was just so different. Like, she was so playful with this album. She dug deep. She told us and explained, like, different scenarios and different relationship aspects that she dealt with for the last few years. She didn't know if she wanted to sing again. She didn't know if she could do music. She was in an unsure place of where she wanted to go career-wise. And... I'm happy she poured her heart out for us. Because this album is definitely a classic album. This album does not get the credit it deserves. And I don't understand why. This album was great front to back. No skips. Solid tracks. My top three of this album has definitely have to be... Um, Ashes. Ashes is just a beautiful song. It would definitely make you cry. It's about love. It's about just relationships. It's about life. Waves featuring Mike's Sabbath. Here to stay. And I had to add Nice to Meet You featuring Nicki Minaj. Because when that song came out, it was everything. Her dancing. Just the comedy that Nicki and her had. It was just... It was everything. It was for the culture. It was needed. It was a great feature. Now we get into my third album. I have to give it to the album. It's Tiana Taylor. I heard in the streets that she wants to quit music. That she wants to retire. After three albums. This message is for you. This album was amazing. This album was well written, well directed. I loved how you gave each of your fans different parts of you. If you want it to be your feelings, this is part A. If you want it to be, if you want to dance and twerk, this is part B. If you want it to be in your feelings, this is part C. If you wanted this classic R&B, this is part four. Like, you separated them in a way where it's just like you wanted to grab everyone. You wanted this to be consumed by everyone. All of your fans because you've been hearing us. You've been hearing our cries. And this was a, a long album. And for this to be a long album with so many parts, so many ups and downs and, and ins and outs. This is a classic album. And we need artists like you. You're so passionate about your work. You really dig deep. And you go so far. Like, your tone is everything. And the fact that you can rap and you can sing 
is just even a, a bigger plus. You need it in this industry. Hopefully, that's the, that's why they're not trying to let you go. Because they know that they need you. And they know how important you are. How needed you are in this industry. In life. Just don't stop creating. Don't stop creating music. But this album was so long. This album was so fulfilling. And by calling it the album has a greater... Um, it had a greater pressure on you and you delivered this was a solid classic album that's gonna go around for years and years and years and be played my top three favorite tracks will have to be low key featuring Miss Erica Badu you gave Erica a song where this fit her. And the way that y'all meshed together was just, it was artistic genius and it was needed. Then you got Boomin, an 80s style track featuring Missy Elliott in future. And we know anything that Missy touches is gonna be a hit. It's gonna be visually stunning. It's gonna be artistic. It's gonna be everything. And then you have Ever Ever. And this was like a Lauren Hill tribute. Sweetest dream. A sweetest thing. And you did this tribute, this rendition, this cover. You gave the shit justice. You brought the shit back. And you killed it. This album was purely amazing. And you see how all of these albums are just so different. They might have diff- similar topics that they're discussing. But they're so different. I got two cards left. Two albums. This next album is from... I would have to give it to the, the Princess of Pop and R&B. That's, that's not her title, but I'm giving it to her. Miss Ariana Grande with Positions. And I know you might think, it just came out. How can this be album or the second album of the year? Simple. This was a classic R&B album. And it's unfortunate because she's going to be put in pop categories. Because they... It's, Assume and attest that she's a pop girl, but she can make R&B albums, and this is a pure R&B album. She did her research, and she researched R&B. She sung with soul. She sung with passion. She told us a story. She told us what she was dealing with and love, and how she found new love, and how those beginning stages are where you find your new mate, your new person that you're dealing with, and how in love you are. How nothing that they do bothers you like how innocent everything is like when you're learning from them they're learning from you love language and you're telling me that you love me but I don't even love myself like can you show me how you how you love me so 
y'all know I love a vocalist. I love me some vocals. I love some rhymes, some riffs. I need that in a singer. If you can't deliver that, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So my top track is definitely POV, Point of View. This is her best song in her whole catalog. This is like on a classic song that's gonna live on for years and years and years. She just got that. It's like Hero, Hero and Christmas and all that stuff for Mariah Carey. POV is Ariana Grande. I can hear it in movies. I can hear it in music. I can hear it in TV shows. This song is just so beautiful. So emotional. Just so... Wow. I want to love me the way that you love me. I want to see me from your point of view. Because I don't see it. And I know we've all been there where maybe your significant other loved you more than you loved yourself at the particular moment. And we're trying to get there, but it's like, how do you love me the way that you, you love me? Because I don't see it. Love language. It gives me that 70s, like that 70s, 80s, 60s vibe. I love the strings. I love everything. Let me be your love language. We can make love all night. And I love how sexual she was. Like, she was a woman in this album. I mean, I got to... Like, she played with it throughout her her last album, Thank You Next, and then Sweetener. But she was she was tired of people acting like she's not a grown woman. Like, she don't do this stuff. And I was here for it. And Off the Table, featuring Abel, a.k.a. The Weeknd. Another arguable mention. The Weekend album. I did listen to it. I heard it was good. I'm going to have to give that album a try. But the Grammys you tried it for not nominating him there once. And for the album to do numbers that it did, for his single to do the number one spot for X amount of weeks, you'll try it. But that's another story. Off the Table as a love song with like we've been fighting we've been going through it but is is love even an option like is love even still on the table are we still in love like what are we doing a classic album my favorite R&B album my favorite Ariana Grande album by far thank you next for definitely that, that one for me but Positions do not get the credit. This was R&B. This was grown Ariana. This is something I related to. This was number two. My number one top album of 2020. I gotta give it to my girls. Ungodly Hour. I have to give it to Miss Chloe and Miss Hallie. Like, y'all cannot deny the power that they have. You cannot deny the presence that they have. You cannot deny the motherfucking talent that these women possess. If you have not listened to Kobe and Holly, where have you been? They've been all over 2020. This was their year. And this is their second album. And it deserves every motherfucking award it's nominated for. Absolutely. Woman of the Year? Absolutely. Um... 
rising artist that I think that's what they wanted to get from Billboard? Absolutely. These are the girls that's going to take the industry by storm. These are the girls that's going to alter the industry. They're going to change it a little bit. They're going to get the industry together and make it more about talent like it was instead of just singles or this or fashion or that. No. They're going to give you your dances. They're going to give you the fashion. They're going to give you this. They're going to give you that. But above all, they're going to give you those vocals. They're going to give you those harmonies. They're going to give you switching vocals. One song, Kobe might be on the top. Might be hitting soprano. That's how they're going to hit those. And then within the song, they're going to intertwine and interchange their vocals. So that note that Chloe was supposed to hit, how's gonna hit that? And that, that note that how's supposed to hit, Chloe's gonna hit that. What girls, what duo, you know, who's doing that? No one. These girls are it. Beyonce knew what the fuck she was doing. And we're not gonna do this. They would be great solo. Um, if they break up. Chloe will be the next Beyonce. No, Chloe will be the next Chloe. And we're not going to have that discussion because they're not going to break up. Just as well as they can be separate, we need them together. We want them together. They deserve to be together. This is a package deal. And they're sickening. The way that she'll try to play Hallie because she's more conservative, she hits you with the vocals. Chloe has amazing vocals. That jazz confusion that Hallie has is unmatched, it's untouched. And when you harmonize together, it's pure bliss. No one's sounding like that in the industry. Sorry, but not sorry. My favorite tracks is definitely Ungali Album. Ungali Album, the album track. Usually, album tracks are not good. For whatever reason, like you name it, XYZ, and then you so, your title song and XYZ is the same thing, and it just falls short. It's like here they showed you they told you a story, and I got we I will like hit me when you're ready. Hit me when you love yourself, cause you're not ready yet. You're coming with, you're coming to me, but you're not even ready yet. You're not prepared. You haven't done the work. I'll still be here, maybe. But you you have to love yourself first. And then forgive me. Those vocals, that performance, that BEC performance, I will never forget. And last but not least, it's a two-part. Busy Boy. And of course, Don't Make It Hard On Me. Classic 80s. 90s R&B. The thing that they did with their voice, the story that they told. These are grown women now. We see them when they were little girls. These are grown women. I put them to surpass and kick that stigma of second albums don't work. Second albums, it's hard to make a second album. It's hard to outdo yourself. No. These girls are going to be around for a long time. So get used to them. So these were my top 10 albums of 2020. Let me know what y'all's are.
Thank y'all for listening. This was Kimi with the tea of the day. And this is just part one. I'm just getting started. I haven't talked on in a while. Like, no worries. It's going to be a part, it's going to be a part B and it's going to be a part C. So thank y'all for listening to episode 75, Siete y Cinco. Hit me up on Facebook at Kim Holder. Hit me up on IG, Kimi Holder. Let me know what y'all thought. Let me know what y'all, t- what y'all top 10 was. Definitely, you know, share it. Sharing is caring. Listen. Give me critiques. And if you definitely want to start a podcast, Anchor is definitely the way to go. It's so easy. It is just so user-friendly to do. You can literally do your, your podcast anywhere. And if you want to, if you're not ready to fully do a podcast, I'm going to work. Like, I don't mind working. I'm here to talk about any and everything. I'm ready to push conversation, push the needles, and have fun doing it. Thank y'all. Laters.